What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast, in which we will talk about Set 6. Set 6 is here. Congratulations if you played this game from Set 1 to Set 6, because you're a Looney Tune, just like me. Um, I did take a couple weeks off. I finished Baldur's Gate, 10 out of 10 from me. I will probably play it again as an evil person, so I can slaughter every innocent human being in the village. However, it's back to MLB. Immediately after beating Baldur's Gate, I went flawless for the 18th time. Perhaps that's what unlocks the skill. I don't know. So we got two more flawless to go for 20, and we're trying to reach that 1,000 rating and ranked. We're going to try to do it, of course, during set six. But today, we're not talking about any of that BS. We are talking about what if you have just about every card in the game, which, if I'm being honest, at this point is not impossibly hard. There are some cards that are still a little harder than others. That's fine. No judgments here. But if you're able to have some stubs and get just about every card in the game, this is what your best lineup will look like in set six. We're going to go through the best lineup. We're going to go through the best durability lineup, the best shortstop captain lineup. I don't use captains, so those are probably entirely off base. But we're going to go through the best lineup and then what my lineup actually looks like. Because, of course, we all have our personal preferences. So, if you like this video, or if you think you will like it, please hit the subscribe button right now. On the road to 2,000 subscribers. Holy crap. Uh, like the video. It does more than you realize it does. And comment down below what changes you would make to, to your God Squad based off what I think the best team looks like. Again, some of this is pretty obvious, but some of this also is personal preference, of course. We all have our opinions. So I want to hear them from you. Thank you, thank you. Let's move on to the episode. Okay, before I show you my best team, or, or my personal team, we're going to start with what I think the best team on paper actually is. I don't have every card in the game, but I have every card in the game that would be considered for this team. So your outfield in some combination, again, this is with no captain. I'm talking no captain off the rip. I really have not used captains this year. Uh, maybe that's stupid of me, but I just feel like it's clunky and annoying. Um, your outfield in some configuration, I have this going from left to right, is Milestone Mike Trout. Mickey Mantle, the Commerce Comet, is in center. And in right field is the newer Ronald Acuna Jr., the Milestone Ronald Acuna Jr., who you can get again for free along the Season 6 or Set 6 reward path. It's just going to take you months because he's buried. He's deep in there. But that's the outfield. Are there other options? For sure. Let's let's just go through a quick list right now. Home Run Derby Ken Griffey Jr., I can 100% see people using. Um, let's see who else here. Let's make it secondary center field. I can see people using these Juan Sotos. The Juan Sotos are, of course, good. Cattell is never going to go away because people just like being bailed out. Michael Brantley is a god. Um, I probably view him as more of a bench bat. Same thing for Stan the Man. People are going to sleep on Stan the Man. This card is fucking cracked. Set 2 Stan the Man is crazy good. Hank Aaron's another option for you. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ah, Christian Yelich's eye... Kinda. The other Cattell from the, the postseason's pretty good, too. Anthony Santander is good. Bryce Harper's good. Uh, say what you want about sets and seasons. It gave us a lot of options. Uh, Sammy Sosa is, of course, cracked. Uh, it's his vision for me that ultimately puts him off of my team. But like I said, I mean, Charlie Blackman's crazy. Vladdy Guerrero's pretty good. Uh, 
Giancarlo Stanton should be everybody's DH, in my opinion, but we'll get to that later. Uh, uh, there are plenty of outfield options here. Mookie Betts, of course. But this is what I am rocking. Or on the best team, anyway. This is what I think it should be. Trout, Commerce, Comer, Commerce, Comet, Ronald Acuna. At third base, it's Chipper Jones. It's Jose Ramirez. I think Chipper's better. Um, this Dave, the Kaiju David Wright's cracked. The... And a lot of people are going to bring back Murakami, and that's super cool. That's why Sets and Seasons is actually kind of fun if you think about it, and you're not just annoyed at it all the time. Uh, Miguel Sano is probably more of a bench bat. A lot of third basemen. Holy Christ. Matt Carpenter's crazy good. Like, crazy, crazy, crazy good. Vinny Castilla's crazy, crazy good. He's He might be the best World Series reward all year, probably, question mark. And that's saying something, because he's good, but he's not, like, holy demon. Um, but he's worth your time if you want to give him a try. I said, did I say Kyle Seager? Kyle Seager could be there. I think Chipper Jones is just hands down the best with the swing, with the attributes, um, the fielding, the, the mix of speed. He does nothing poorly. He can also play shortstop if you got to switch some things around. He's just nuts. At shortstop, it's Ellie De La Cruz, though I'm not going to lie to you. He's, he, he's, he's not the best card I've used this year at shortstop. The best card I've used this year at shortstop is somebody else we'll talk about. We're going to get into the whole machinations of my lineup. But other shortstops that you can certainly use, and this is this is going to sound silly, some of what I'm going to say, but I'm not lying to you. Bobby Witt, very good. J.P. Crawford, insane. Jeremy Pena, not bad. Um, Dansby Swanson, not bad. Bo Bichette, really good. Uh, uh, Brandon Crawford from set four is fucking insane, this card. Absolutely crazy good. Look at those numbers. 456 and 25 ding-dongs for me in, a, in 136 at-bats. Crazy good card. Derek Jeter's never going to go away. Then you talk about secondary shortstops. We're talking Mookie. We're talking Machado. We're talking Cattell, again, because he'll never go away. Uh, David Wright Kaiju. Glaber Torres can play shortstop. Like, there are a lot of guys who can play this position. Gary Sheffield, if you're a fucking lunatic. Um, lots of dudes. Dudes who are just dudes being dudes. Um, deep position. Ozzy Albies, I guess, if you're crazy. At second base, I think the best second baseman is Jose Ramirez. It's not the one I'm using at second base, just be forewarned. But he is probably the best one. Switch hitter, great swing, crazy attributes. And again, options out the yin-yang. Brandon Drury, people sleep on this card. It's really good. Ozzy Albies, crazy good. Glaber Torres, Cattell, Altuve even. Um, another Cattell. There's two different Cattells. Uh, Luis Araya's finest card, low-key, is fucking crazy. You peed, like, one or two of them, and he's actually not a contact hitter versus the left side. This card is actually crazy. He's got an immaculate swing. I might toy around with this guy. Uh, it's being 100% serious, he's not bad at all. Um, that's probably it for primaries. When you go to secondaries, it's just all the middle infielders. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Jackie Robinson... I mean, all the middle infield guys are basically the same. Lindor, J.P. Crawford, keep going. Jeremy Pena, so many guys. At first base, I'm running finest Cody Bellinger. It, it's such a shame to waste his speed and fielding and arm strength at first base, but when you look at my outfield, I don't think I need to put him out there. Um, Trout, Mickey Mantle, and Acuna are going to run just about everything down. Uh, this is the best Cody Bellinger we've ever had, ever. And if you know anything about Cody Bellinger, you know that this card is just, it's nutty good. Other first baseman, Babe Ruth is an option, Big Poppy is an option. Um, Pete Alonso. <laughs> 
this is going to be a hot take. I fucking love this Pete Alonso card. Pete Alonso could be an option for you if you are good with him. The finest Vlad Guerrero is great. Home run derby Vlad Guerrero is great. Bryce Harper is great. Uh, Freddie Freeman's really good. Here's that home run derby Guerrero. Uh, we're not short on options at first base. Carlos Delgado, don't forget about this card. Really, really, really good. Like, really good. Um, Carlos Santana's great. Secondary first baseman, there's millions of them. Matt Holliday, Kyle Schwarber, Murakami, uh, Adley Rushman, if you want to put him there for some reason. Sano, Jock Peterson, uh, Josh Donaldson, Stan the Man. Uh, dude, cards everywhere. In my opinion, though, the best catcher is Joe Maurer. It's it's a 50-50 toss-up between Joe Maurer and set three Adley Rushman. Uh, no, I know a lot of people are going to opt for Adley Rushman just because he is a switch hitter. I get it. When we're talking about swings, I think Joe Maurer's swing is better. I have had so much success with Joe Maurer. 330 at bat, 72 ding-dongs, 436 batting average. He's crazy good. He's perfect in the field. Other than 98 reaction. What an asshole. Um, 77 speed is much better than you'll get with most other catchers. And overall, I'm pretty sure Showzone still has him as the best catcher ever that we've had. I, could, I, I didn't check Showzone. Shout out to Showzone. Love Showzone. I didn't check before. It might be Adley. I don't know. I'm speaking out my ass. Joe Maurer's the best catcher in the game, in my opinion. Uh, your DH is kind of just whoever you like at your other positions, but didn't start over the guy you chose. If you're talking about best pure hitter, though, it's Babe Ruth. He's max everything. He's max clutch. He's 106 vision, which is fine. 75 fielding, you're not going to put him in the field when you have Bellinger playing first or any of your other guys in the outfield. Um, he's Babe Ruth. I don't think we need to say another single gosh dang word about it. It's Babe Ruth. On the bench, this is where... Bench is entirely preferential to how you play your game, how you uh, um, uh, combine things on your team, how you set your lineup, how you orchestrate stuff. For me, I need to make sure of a few things when I build my bench. I want at least one switch hitter, because you never know what, what pinch you're going to be in late in the game. I need somebody who could play catcher. He doesn't need to be a primary, he just has to have it as a secondary, just in case I need to pinch run for Joe Maurer. Or, if I'm really, really, really trying to get the platoon matchup, Joe Maurer does hit lefties fine, but I can make that move. I need to have one righty killer, one lefty killer. So I've accomplished that here. Um... Brian Reynolds, the finest card, I really wanted to put into my starting outfield, and I just could not justify putting him in over Trout or Acuna. So he's on my bench. I love this card. This card is crazy. We're hitting 394, 175 ABs. He's crazy good. Uh, Tim Raines, in my opinion, is going to be the best pinch running option. He's perfect speed, perfect steal, perfect base running. He's a switch hitter, and I'm comfortable actually having him hit. His, if you guys have not yet tried Tim Raines, somehow, I don't know how you would have been under a rock this long. His swing is so good. So, so good. He generates so much power for somebody with 95 power right, 90 power left. I'm not opting to use him as a pinch hitter off the rip. He's probably my, like, third option off the bench to hit, maybe even fourth. Um, but I'm fine hitting with him. No complaints. Corey Seager is the one I've chosen uh, to be my righty masher. It's because he can hit lefties a little bit as well. It's nice to have that um, that hand um, hand e cap there. I can't speak this morning. The handcuff option, handicap, whatever. He's also not a bad fielder. I'm shocked at that. 96 in the field. 
He plays second, he plays third, he plays short. He's got the flexibility. In an ideal world, you want every position on your team covered on your bench. Brian Reynolds will cover all three outfield spots, as will Tim Raines plus second base. Seager's got the left side of the infield on lock plus second base. And then Jimmy Fox, who is my last person, has first and catcher locked up. So we've got every position covered, plus he can play third. Uh, Jimmy Fox is not max versus lefties. I normally like that, but if you bring him on with or bring him in rather with a runner on second base, he gets the clutch boost, so then he's max versus lefties. Um, just a crazy good card. He runs pretty well for a catcher. Fieldings are right. At that point in the game, though, if I'm pinch hitting and putting Jimmy Fox in, I'm not worried about defense. I'm worried about offense. Um, I think Jimmy Fox is probably the best reserve catcher to have. You could, of course, here opt for Adley Rutschman, but I like having the extra flexibility position-wise with, with the third base there. Not that I'd probably ever use it, but again, you never know. It's nice to be prepared for all these situations. In terms of pitching, I want to preface everything I'm about to say with a couple things. Number one, you're pitching with feel, right? There are a couple guys I have in my bullpen who I'm fucking atrocious with. But if I'm being objective, they are the best pitchers for set six. I'm not using them on my optimal team, which I'll show you. However, pitch to feel. If you're good with them, you're good with them. If you're not, you're not. Secondly, don't forget about some of these guys. Like, I think people... We'll start, I guess, with Pedro Martinez. People sleep on this Pedro card because he was the least sexy of Chipper Jones, Babe Ruth, and, and Pedro as the set one collection. This card is, in my opinion, a hot take, potentially, a top five starting pitcher in this game. The ball, for some reason, just explodes out of his hand. I think it's because he's so friggin' short. He's got great attributes. I have a 309 ERA in 67 innings, .75 whip, his cutter is a weapon. It gets a lot of ground balls. Just a big fan of this Pedro card. So, so give guys a shot. Maybe if you slept on him early in the year. Uh, of the two Randy Johnson 99s, the big unit is the better one, I think. Um, I compared them side by side. So the big unit is here. Roki Sasaki, for some people, might not be in their top five, but I truly think he is. He's got the pitch mix. He's disgusting. I also love that he pitches out of the stretch. I feel like it speeds people up sometimes. Um, just crazy fun. Just crazy fun card. Very happy he was in the game this year. Corey Kluber, the Cy Young from set four. Might not fit the best meta because people have seen so much of him over the years, but I do still think he qualifies here, so I've put him here. We talked about Pedro, and then, of course, Johnny D. We're going to see John Donaldson again a lot, and it's going to suck. Every game is going to be Randy and John Donaldson, so buckle your seatbelts, get ready to cry. Have tissues on hand. When it comes to the bullpen... Ah, hold on. Let's talk about some other starters first. I'm getting ahead of myself. My apologies. Uh, Bob Gibson from set one is certainly an option. I've seen enough of him personally. I'm kind of bored of using him, but he's certainly an option. I hate to say this, but both Nolan Ryans might not be bad for you, depending on what level you play on. On Legend, he's probably not the move, but you never know. Uh, set four, Hugh Darvish is not bad. Set four, Tom Glavin is not bad. Uh, set three, Al Leiter is not bad. Set four, Kershaw. I suck with him. Set four, I will die on this hill. He's not on my best team because I understand I'm a Looney Tune, but set four, Cliff Lee is fucking crazy. He's so good. Spoiler alert, he's on my team. Uh, in 112.2 innings, I'm 33-1 and one with a two-flat ERA. 0.7 whip, 96 strikeouts. He's fucking incredible. Use him if you haven't used him. Uh, set four, Patrick Corbin, I'm expecting to see a little bit. Uh, Jesus Luzardo, maybe... 
maybe, maybe, the finest, Lusardo. Um, Shohei, people are still going to use for some reason. Set 5, Tarek Skubal is great, uh, as is the set 2 one. He's very good, too. Corbin Burns probably is going to be mixed in here and there because people like using Corbin Burns. Kodai Senga, probably. A lot of guys. Paul Skeens is fun. Um, the problem is, it's like you're using those 10 to 12 guys or 15 guys we just talked about and then nobody else because there's such a drop-off from like viable to not viable. Such a quick drop-off. But those are the guys you should be using. Then when it comes to the bullpen, Again, I like to set my bullpen up with three lefties and the rest right-handers. Some people like to go four and four. Some people only do two lefties. I like three. You never know what's going to happen if a game goes long or if somebody's sleepy, whatever it is. But my long relief guy, which really isn't even a position. I understand why they have it here. You don't need a long relief guy, but I have one. It's Raleigh Fingers. Such a fun card. I did absolute horseshit with him this year, so he's not on my final team. Don't look at that ERA. It's really bad. 5.17 in 15 innings. But Raleigh Fingers. Uh, the three best lefties are probably Aaron Loop Incognito. Wolf, if you're looking for him in the inventory. Uh, set four, Zach Britton. Uh, in nine innings, I've still yet to allow a run. I have a .22 whip. He's very good. And the missile, Aroldis Chapman. Those are probably the three lefties you're going to use. Right-handers, a ton of options. But set two, Mariano Rivera, the Sandman, who I suck with. Rich Gossage, the Kaiju, set two, who I suck with. Uh, Johan, Juan, Duran, I don't want to say his name still, from set five. He's excellent. And then if you're going to choose between Kenley Jansen's, the set four one, I'm pretty sure is the better one. So set four, Kenley Jansen's probably the best closer straight up. This, in my opinion, is the best team. You're going to have differing opinions, I'm sure. I look forward to hearing them. Please put them in the comments. But if you're looking for somewhere to start, this is a good place to start. Let's talk quickly about durability and shortstop. They are still going to be the prevailing captains you see, or the prevalent captains you see. Uh, start with Cal Ripken at DH for the durability team, so you can use whoever you'd like. I, I don't care about these two much, so we're not going to spend a lot of time here. But if you put set five finest Mookie Betts on the durability team, he's actually better than the set four Mookie Betts. So that's how that's how, that's your avenue to getting him better. You're going to sacrifice some speed, but you're getting high contact and high power. Uh, Mike Trout, just because he's Mike Trout. Acuna, because he's Acuna. These guys don't necessarily get boosts, but they're crazy good. You might as well use them. Uh, Pete Alonso with the Cal Ripken boost is fucking nuts. 91 fielding, and his contacts both get above, or at P1, they're both 110 or higher. Use them. Uh, Glaber Torres is stupid with the durability boost. Ellie De La Cruz is crazy with the boost. Jose Ramirez gets a little nice boost. Jimmy Fox is nuts with the boost. Joe Maurer is crazy with the boost. He actually gets some help there. Um, and don't worry about it. We didn't do pitchers on durability, obviously. Uh, and then we'll talk shortstop. The shortstop team, there's so many friggin' guys that have shortstop secondary, so do whatever you want. But again, we're going to roll with Mookie Betts in left. Uh, Hank Thompson is still a popular guy for center field. Matt McLean gets a nice boost in right field. Isak Paredes at first. Marcus Semien's nuts at second. Francisco Lindor is very good at short. Chipper Jones, Adley Rutschman, because you don't need him to be a shortstop secondary. You could just fill your bench with shortstop secondaries, and it's fine. Uh, Jose Ramirez is good. Baez is good. David Wright is good as well. Now we're going to talk about my team and where I differ from the best team. If you guys are on Twitter, and you follow me, or X, whatever the fuck we're calling it these days, you saw me 
post this team when set six dropped. If you're not on Twitter or you are on Twitter and don't follow me, KDJTV611, please follow me. Thank you. Uh, but let's talk about my team. Outfield is the same. I, I am I am steadfast in believing this is the best outfield of Trout, Mantle, Acuna. Chipper Jones is my third baseman. Cody Bellinger is my first baseman. Joe Maurer is my catcher. Here's where things get interesting. Ellie De La Cruz is my shortstop for now. That is still the same. But J.P. Crawford is my second baseman, and if I start sucking with Ellie, which I have been streaky with him, J.P. will be my shortstop. J.P. Crawford, I will reiterate this every day of my life, is absolutely insane. His swing is cracked. His base 93 power versus left might as well be 125. This guy is a killer. Hard stop. He's absolutely crazy. Use him, please, if you have not yet. Try him, try him, try him. In 171 at-bats, I'm hitting 415 with 30 homers, and most of that's on Hall of Fame. Because he hasn't really been event eligible, and I've never gotten him in BR. Just absolutely nutty card, guys. I promise you he's good. I promise you he's worth it. He's a diamond fielder at shortstop. He's a P4 anyway, where I am. And he's gold at second base. If I am to make the move to put JP at short, I would need a second baseman. And that would probably be set for Mookie Betts. Probably. Maybe. Postseason Corey Seager is a possibility as well. But I think it's Mookie Betts. And my DH. It's still John Carlo. Guys, he's fucking nuts. 327 at-bats. So much of that is Hall of Fame. 440 batting average with 69 very nice home runs. If you watched our Thursday video last week, he hit a walk-off three-run homer. Incredible. It was on a low-and-in sinker, by the way. He turned on it. Well, turned on it. He went straight to center field over the fence. But still... Such a good card. So I also so this is a theory of mine. Call it a conspiracy theory. Opposing players don't see people use John Carlos Stanton a ton. I get it. I think you're Looney Tunes if you don't try. I've been saying Looney Tunes a lot. I think you guys are crazy if you don't use John Carlos Stanton at least once. But I think pitchers are like, oh, this guy's using Stanton. He must be cracked with him. I need to pitch extra careful. People pick corners when I have Giancarlo Stanton at the plate. So it's easy, actually, to sit on places because I kind of know where they're going. They're jamming sinkers in. Um, but, guys, he's, he's incredible. He's just he's just simply incredible. My DH till the end of time. My start... Oh, my bench. I swapped Babe Ruth from the DH spot and put him on the bench. That's really the only change. It's still Brian Reynolds, Tim Raines, and Jimmy Fox. I think they are probably three of the better bench options. My rotation, the only thing that's different is Cliff Lee is in here instead of Corey Kluber. Again, I reiterate, a 2 ERA and 5 shutouts in 112 and 2 thirds innings pitch. I don't know what else to say. He's, he's amazing. He's just, he is amazing. Um, and then the bullpen. This is where things get weird. I am such a feel guy with the bullpen. I suck with Goose Gossage, he's out. I suck with Rivera, he's out. If I don't feel like I can trust you, I ain't fucking using you. That's it. That's it. So, my third lefty is not Aaron Loop. It's Alex Young from set one. 
Do you guys remember this card? Excuse me, I birthed my mouth. He's a 95 overall from April 2023's monthly awards program. He has a sinker, he has a cutter, he has five pitches as a lefty specialist. We love that. He's got kind of a glitchy delivery where the ball kind of just like appears. Um, 17 and two-thirds innings pitched, 7 and 0, 2.04 ERA, and a 5-7 whip. I think he's slept on. I think he's very good. I don't think people are going to see him a lot in set six unless they listen to this episode. And so I'm going to use him. I'm kind of sick and tired of Aaron Loop anyway. I'm assuming I'm going to face plenty of Aaron Loop. But Alex Young is not bad, so I'm using him, along with The Missile and Zach Britton. When it comes to righties, I do still have set four Kenley, and I do still have Duran. But the differences are this new Lee Smith, I want to give some run. I want to try him out. We've only pitched two-thirds of an inning. He did get a save. Nice job, Mr. Smith. But on paper, this card looked really, really good. The BB per nine and control are scary. I understand. But you just got to be around the zone. Not everything has to be perfectly placed with him because he, his ball moves a lot. Um, I'm going to try for now. We'll see what happens. The two weird ones. Set five, finest, 97, Chris Martin. Yeah, I like him a lot. He has 121 BB per nine, guys. The ball is going wherever you whispered its ear to put it. And in three and a third, I haven't let up a run yet. Only one strikeout. I'm not looking to get strikeouts necessarily with Chris Morton. He is my runners on base, in a jam, need a ground ball type of guy. Um, but I like Chris Morton a lot. And this is the weirdest one. Ryan Thompson. Do you guys know anything about Ryan Thompson? He throws sidearm. Um, 122 hit, well, 120 hit per nine. I have him at P2. 115 BB per nine puts it where you want. The velo's not great against certain opponents. I actually think that's okay because it gets them all sorts of like twisted up, especially if you were just using velo as, as your starter. He does throw a sinker. He has a slider. Three pitches, admittedly, not great. But 35 stamina is pretty good for a reliever. And in 12 and two thirds, I have a 1.42 ERA and a 0.47 whip. I'm getting outs with the guy. On Hall of Fame. If I'm getting outs with the guy, why wouldn't I use him? Right? That's th that should be your pitching philosophy. If I'm getting outs with them, why should I replace them? It's that simple. It's different with hitting. Like, yes, if you're getting hits with a guy, sure. But hitting is so input-based that if, if you have a guy with drastically better attributes in your inventory, in most cases, you should try to use that player. Unless his swing is sucks. But, like, let, let's just assume the swing is good. It's like your, your classic, um, I don't know. I do really well with like 97 Aaron Judge. Why would I use 99 Aaron Judge? Well, it's because it's the better card. With pitching, it's so feel-based. It's so different. Use the pitchers you get outs with. It's, it's that easy. And Ryan Thompson, for me, is one of those guys. So everybody, let's look at my face again. That is going to do it. In my opinion... This is how you should be running set six. But also, we have to acknowledge the fact, the fact excuse me, that set six is theme team time. You can finally unleash your full all-time Red Sox or all-time uh, uh, Cardinals or all-time Nationals slash Expos. You can finally do it. If you're not doing that and you're still trying to compete, I mean, play the game however you want. No judgments, of course. You guys know that. Uh, but if you're trying to compete, hard and, and, and progress the, the ranks. I think this is kind of the lineup you should be using. But thank you guys for making it to the end. I'd be remiss to not say Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. 
Uh, I know Hanukkah is over already, uh, but happy Hanukkah. And Merry, uh, Merry New Year. Happy New Year. It's early in the morning. I'm recording this like an hour before I'm leaving to go home and see my family for the holidays. So trying to rush through some stuff here. But Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa if that's your, if that's your bag. Happy New Year. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. And I cannot wait for 2024. Big shit's going down. I will see you all in the new year.